Hey everyone, welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. I'm surprised you to say, hey y'all. Hey y'all. I could. Hey y'all. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. What's up? <laughs> Listen to it. We're fixing, we're fixing to do a podcast. <laughs> any, any opportunity to say we're fixing to or I'm fixing to, <laughs> I will pounce. Well, hello, my love. I know. Hello. 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 Oh, my goodness. Where do we begin? I have no idea. I thought it was very funny that you and I both threw shade on the phone at the same time. <laughs> that It's Elisa. We've been doing the show for over 12 years. It uh, still never ceases to amaze me when we tell our little anecdotes and we do the same thing at the same time, totally different reasons, but energetically exactly the same. Right. That, no, last show was crazy. That discovery and then the discovery, while Jen was patiently waiting for 40 minutes as she'd like to inform us. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for 40 minutes. That I think at the same time she had the same vision that I did. Yeah, that's crazy. That was insane. Then I guess I don't even know. Was it the day after? I don't even know. I had to text you a screenshot because, you know, randomly on YouTube, I like to just play frequencies in the background if I'm not watching television or I just need, I want to shift the energy in the house or what have you. And I always just go on the one that pops up that I feel intuitively led to. And I could not believe the screenshot. And what's weird is that, and I'll explain it in a second, or I'll explain this in a, in a second, but from the title of, like, the sound frequencies that they were playing, you would never know. I think it was, like, healing for, cleansing for your home or healing energy <laughs> for your house. Something so benign, mainstream, not this underground shit that, you know, we've been talking about for years and that we wouldn't really disclose in the mainstream. <laughs> so like, oh, yes, cleanse, you know, or a cleanse for your house or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. The kids were working my nerves. I'm like, okay, let me, let me, have, let me have some cool energy here. I select it. I skip the ads. And then there is this image um, on my television screen, and that image, and I took a picture and sent it to Elisa, so three panels. One panel is a, uh, an outline, like a robotic outline of a human body. The center panel was uh, a brain, and the third panel was a heart, and it said control center files and data density scans. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what the hell is this? Because it ties into the vision that Jen and I had. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the message of data collection. Now, that yep. was in the vision. Now, do I want to talk about that? No, not really. <laughs> do I want No, not especially. Do I want to pretend that that wasn't in my field of experience? Absolutely. What the hell am I going to do with that information? So, what, so you know what I did? I took a picture and I sent it to Elisa. <laughs> Elisa, what is this? What is this? That was the weirdest thing ever when you saw that image. Well, first, as, as someone who I guess has, has known for a while that I'm being used for data collection, I'm like, oh, okay. 
Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, I was going to say, you know, maybe she asked Lois because, you know, she'd be like, oh, yeah, part of the uh, uh, schedule of well, events. You, you just reminded me of something. You know, because the energy just it flows through, and I don't, I can't hold on to every. If I held on to everything, I, I there's just enough. There's just not enough right. mass to contain uh, all the energy that that flows through. But I think um, you'll probably remember this early on when we decided to uh, previous show title to the lowest effect. And I love the combo. So for those of you that don't know, the show is called The Lowest Effect for two reasons. Uh, one, inspired by Elisa's mentor, Lois Grant, who decided to energetically show up when we were doing shows. And I was just getting all of these hits of information. And you would sort of back them up. Like, these, I don't know this woman. You know, right, you never met. You I know, never met. never met. I have known of her only through the show. And also I like the, acron- the acronym LOIS, the LOIS effect. Not only is it an homage and, a, and an acknowledgement of your, your mentor whose energies decided to show up and I was able to read those energies and share them and get information, but also the, acron- the acronym of love originates in self. So that's what it stands for, L-O-I-S, love originates in self. So we, we love the duality of that. But do you, rem- do you remember like early on I mentioned that I would see her in a lab coat? Yeah. Where that's where the, um, that's where the connection, that's where the connection is. Oh yeah, so, and one I of the one of I'm the readings surprised. that you yeah, did for me was was about that about you know like you've you've been um, like you've done a lot already in terms of collecting uh-huh. things information. Wow, that's right. Oh wow, I forget. Like I'm kind of full up of, of that, you know. Yes, and you are a collector. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, when I do a reading, I don't remember anything. Like, it's, the stuff is written down, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And then I recall, because you prompted, you, you prompted um, that memory to come up. That's, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what, uh, what people don't understand, and I wonder if Jen has this, um, probably not, um, where there's almost so much information coming in, there's so much energy coming in that can physically not be contained. Mm -hmm. And people bust my chops all the time about this, and I can't really explain it in the way that I can talk about it on the air. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, uh, be still. (laughs) Or... It's almost like I don't. I, there's so much coming in. I don't know where to put it. This is like little kid, like little kids running around like like lunatics. It's because mm. there's more there's more energy than mass. Right. It's right. It's the same thing. So there's so much energy on so many levels and dimensionally, internally, like what you see in the world of effects. And then there's little of me. How the hell am I supposed to contain and process all the information that's around me constantly? This this is why I like I dip out and I have to spend time by myself alone. But when I'm around other people, I have to be very conscious to sort of just con- just contain it. And sometimes and sometimes sometimes that's hard, but I'm aware of it. It's interesting. That, you yes, know, when you when you're talking about it, just trying to describe it, I'm like, yeah. There are times I feel like that, and it's usually when I'm with someone like my aunt, who, like, exactly, I, like I'm trying to figure out how to how to handle all these different requests, and um, mm-hmm. and I feel like my brain is at capacity, and my I physically cannot do everything. 
and I can't say everything. And I, I, part of it's because I don't want to. I don't want to have to respond to it. I don't want to. Thank you. No. Um, yeah. I, so as you were talking about, oh my god, because I'm like, I don't. I don't get any. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I'm not. I've no. I don't think I've ever been in that position where I've had to, um, at least knowingly, you know, handle something like what you do, where where you pick up on energy right away. And it. And for me, I'm like. I don't know. I think I, I kind of stay blissfully unaware until I absolutely need to. And then I'm right. like, and then I end up getting really angry. Like it, it triggers mm. me being angry because like, mm. I don't want to have to deal with all this. I really don't. Thank you. <laughs> I think so. It's, it, yeah. What's wrong with me? Cause I'm like, okay, bring it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. There's plenty, there's plenty of room. No, no there isn't. <laughs> I, I am so active. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I, I can understand that. Like, if I'm dealing with a high schooler who's going to give me every song and dance, mm. it's like you and your aunt, I don't mm-hmm. want to take this on. I don't want to deal with this teenage bullshit. I don't want to deal with a denser type of energy. It's a, does that make sense? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a, yeah, totally yeah, it's a denser, yeah, it's a denser energy and and when you know what it's like, when you've had the visions, and that's the polar opposite, where it's so it's so light and it's so formless and so expansive, there's nothing constrictive about it at all, and it's so divinely intelligent right that there's no oh it's the best there's no room for conscious thought conscious thought can't even exist in that because it's too dense so the handful of times let's say in my lifetime let's just say i've had a baker's dozen worth of visions let's just say it's about that it's first of all not afraid of death I'm into it. I mean, I don't want to die. You know, right now, I want when it's time to go, it's time to go. But not afraid because I've been to the outskirts. Mm. And it's nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, oh, my God. It's so nice. It's so beautiful. That that anything to, to counter that, like the denser, heavier energy, yeah, why would we want to deal with that? So we get frustrated and we get impatient and it doesn't feel right. So, yeah, your aunt would be a great example. My teenager would be a great example of like, oh, now we have to go back over here. Right. In the heaviness of being tethered to the human experience here. So very, very interesting and this this is why we need time we need time alone right like whenever we can carve that in um we do have two hands raised just so you'll know let's do it let's do it um i think this is the perfect time to do it i want to slide into that let's see that let's slide um, into a call okay into a call this is area code 912 hello okay good morning Hey, it's Nessa. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, well, Happy New Year, Queen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yay. We love <laughs> hearing from you. What's going on, beautiful? I, well, I'm assuming this is theme going on. I'm not going to deal with stuff today. <laughs> because that's just why I was listening to him. Like, this is just what I need to hear because... Mm. My ever-evolving 11-year relationship with my kid's father. I was just like, mm-hmm. 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 I'm just, and I'm really, and that's when, you, like, like um, she was saying, like, how you just want to kind of not deal with it until you have to deal with it because, yeah, you kind of mm-hmm. already know what's gonna come behind it with that person yes. or you know the situation. <laughs> yes. So yep. you don't you don't want to engage because it never Thank ends you. well. And 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 I try to be optimistic about it when we're not you know arguing about money, we're good. Oh. But whenever money is brought up, oh, it's, it's so like toxic. I hate it. He don't need he don't want for anything. Like if y'all y'all know, y'all follow me, 
my kid is just as big as me now. <laughs> like, oh, he needs oh, something every month. Oh, my God. He needs something every month. Yeah, he was a baby. And he, he, I he know. Was like so, I think he was like four when we met in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, he was like three or four or something like that. So oh my yes, gosh. he was. And so, but now he's almost no. a teenager. He'd be 12 in four months. So I can't. I can't handle it. It's oh like my me God. and his dad has just been going through, like, this thing. Like, he wants TJ to move out there with him. And I'm oh, like, no. you're a police. Yes, he's a police officer. So he never really has time to, like, be home. And, like, TJ still deals with ADHD. So he needs a oh, lot tell of me about when it. comes to school. Thank you. And all this stuff all right there. It. And I just know mm-hmm. if I, when I bring that up, that's another argument. Like, it's just, I don't know how to deal with him. Like, what's I the custody situation, though? The like, <laughs> no, but, but, what's, but, what's, but what's the custody situation, though, so I understand? You have full custody, um, right? Yes, ma'am. He's been living with me since he's been a baby, so we never went to the court or anything like that for anything because he's been outliving his life and trying to get himself together. So now that he's that point he oh, just I feels see. like it's time for TJ to come live with him so he can oh, no. teach him the you know ways of life and I get that but I'm just like oh, oh he's not yes there's a place for that <laughs> yeah I mean maybe maybe like shared custody or, or, or something but no that's and that's why I'm at with it like we can do mm. shared custody like I said he's been coming out for the summer and holidays and stuff like that and yeah, and, that, and TJ likes that he enjoys that, and he even spoke a little like he doesn't want to live with his dad, but he wants to make his dad happy too. And mm-hmm. I get that, and that's I don't a lot want of pressure for that, a kid. Yeah, and I feel like just talking about it makes me sad because I don't want him to feel like I'm pressuring him to do something that he doesn't mm-hmm. want to do. Oh, girl. Oh, honey. Oh, I feel you. Um, on a oh. on a on a related note in the chat room, our friend Jen was saying for ADHD, help to cut out sugar and artificial colorings. Oh, that's a and that's what I've been working on. Like, yeah. But again, when he goes with his dad, they make him do what he takis or all kinds of stuff oh. like that. And I'm just be like, don't call yeah, me. Can't control me it. That he doesn't hasn't listened, and you right. let him eat anything. Right. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. My ex-husband used to give Jeremiah Mountain Dew. I'm like, what the hell's wrong Ooh. with you? Ooh. Because, it, you know, like they, they want to just... Four cups of sugar. Right yeah, there, they wanna, yeah, they want to be, like, you know, the hero, and then we're the bad guys, you know, as the mom. And then we have to pick, then we have to pick up... I mean, I used to go crazy. You know, like, he would take, uh, you know, Jeremiah, you know shopping and, you know, bring things back or his favorite snacks or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell is a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew doing in my house? That just might as well, be crack. That might like well be crack cocaine. Stuff like that. <laughs> just not not paying attention. It's the, it's, it's, it's the disregard. What's TJ's, uh, is TJ comfortable communicating with his dad? They have a good Not relationship, really, right? Like, no. he'll say things. With, like, they'll talk. They have a good relationship. But when it comes to, like, kind of expressing what he wants to do, it's like his dad's, like, what I said type of energy. It's never like, what mm. you want to do, TJ? Like, you can articulate yourself now, like, how you feel about it. And that's why I asked him one day, I'm like, I don't want you to feel like you're hurting my feelings or anything like that. If you want to stay with your right. dad, we can arrange that. But if you don't want to go, right. I'm not going to make you go. And he's yeah. like, I didn't think he had a choice in the matter. And I'm like, why doesn't he? Right. He does have a choice. I hate when children get dismissed like that just because they're children. That's ridiculous. They have a voice. So hmm. how, so if you, so if you could like all this emotion and, you know, you're in the, in between these, 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 these two men, these two male figures, your son, your ex, um, if you could articulate the most pressing issue in, into a question, what would that question be right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's why I'm kind of, I'm just kind of in a rut with it. Mm. 
Well, maybe it's, it's not about, maybe it's not about them. It's about you getting out of that rut. And it has nothing to yes. do with them because you can't control them. That's right. But it has to do with you and how you approach, really how you mm-hmm. want to do you in relation right. to them. So that's a little slightly different, so mm-hmm. a big difference actually, because then you're not mm-hmm. you're not trying yes. to make him your mm-hmm. your your uh, the baby's daddy do anything. You're not trying not trying to do any of that stuff. But um, because like like the dynamics between your son and your fa- and and his father. That's stuff that they have to work out as well, and you can do as much as you can to help, you know, you know, protect him or whatever. But um, as he, you know, TJ is going to have to figure out well, one to find his voice with his father, um, and also how to take care of himself, you know, when he's not around you. Um, maybe making mm-hmm. that connection, why, you know, how how food affects him. And and those are mm-hmm. those are all choices. I mean, I've got a seventy something year old aunt who, you know, I can't make her eat the food she needs to eat so she'll feel better. Like she has to mm. make that connection herself. And she's seventy something mm-hmm. she's seventy eight years old. And so it takes a little bit of time and, and a lot of patience. I mean, because I can't be like, Well, I wouldn't order that. You know, I can't I can't do it doesn't do any good to be to be right in my own head. It doesn't do her any good, and it doesn't do me any good either, because already the dynamic then is set up that I'm going to be disappointed or angry or frustrated because it's not the way I want it to be, or the way I think it needs to be. And um, yeah, so all of all of what you're feeling is because you, it's it's really hard to uh, it's hard to to make that jump from what he need you know. He needs to understand this, and he needs to understand that, and then it will be better. And that's not always that's not always the case, right? Because for you, you still need you need to feel better regardless of what's going on between mm-hmm. between you and the ex, and you and your and your son. So that's that's I think the first step is not even trying to resolve that bigger issue because it's not yours to resolve. Only in as much as how how is it for you when you not even think about it, but just in the feeling you said you're stuck, you feel stuck. So what can we move next to where you feel maybe clarity? You're like, okay, well, I I I, I feel clear about what I want to do for me in this situation. I don't know. I mean, that's that's where 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 I'm coming from with that. And, right, and this also ties into <clears throat> what I've been talking about. For, for so long now about the, the time, like the, the, the time, especially leading to, toward the end of the year of, I think all of us in some shape or form or another, we are being confronted with the spiritual or etheric amputation of the past. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Oh. This is your ex. <laughs> so, and in that, and in that severance, right? Mm-hmm. When the amputation takes place, then you go into a recovery period. Recovery means to gain back, to restore back to health, to um, mm-hmm. to being healthy. So if you look at this, that okay, recover, recovery is painful. That's why they don't just talk, just you know you don't get discharged immediately after major surgery in the hospital. You have to be in rest and recovery. So if you look at this, what is it that you want to recover? You want to recover your freedom? Do you want to recover who you, who were you? Oh, this is what I'm getting. Who were you before uh, TJ's dad got into the picture? Who were you before you conceived TJ? Oh, this is getting so deep, yo. Who were you before the point of conception? That's what the recovery is about. And what type of dynamic did you have uh, leading to TJ's conception? Because I'm sure the dynamic was a lot more positive and chilled than it is now, 11 years later. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to that frequency, to that uh Space and time. And 
I he can't. I mean, I'm not getting that he's like aggressive about wanting to switch up uh, custody. I, I guess maybe the next step would be. Um, I mean, he's not being aggressive with with you guys, right? I don't. I hope not. Oh no, he's not talking about taking he's you to court and like that. He's good. Just, he just want to bully so. me into I, sending TJ, basically. Okay, wait a minute. We're not gonna say bully. Okay, <laughs> we're not gonna say bully because at the point of when you conceive TJ, would this man be capable of bullying you? Yes or no? No. Thank you. Let's stay there. So if you if you filter your communication and your perception of these dynamics through that filter, it's almost like when I was talking about the tunnel, where it's so pure, like density cannot exist in that form, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's it ascends that, it transcends that. So. I would I would just have in my back pocket if he brings it if he if he if he brings it up just say well why don't you draft we don't have to get lawyers involved because we don't have that and you you stay in that pure place that defies time and space okay even though I'm referencing a period of time of 12 years ago or so but you know around the time that he was conceived if you if you're in that pure space that defies time and space. And if he, the next time he brings it up, just say, well, why don't you, why don't you write something out of what works, works for you? And let, let, let's, let's see if we can come up with an agreement that works for everybody. Because this is about TJ. And, and, and be Mother Teresa about it. Be the Dalai Lama about it. Hmm. And when it's not brought up, don't bring it up. Just live your life. And he will not, I, 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 we want to really uh, neutralize the impact of the word and the feelings associated with it, bully. He's not going to bully anybody. Nobody's going to bully you. You are too fierce for anyone to bully you. You are too strong for anyone to bully you. And just leave it. Because his bark is so much louder than, and greater than his bite. And just because he wants to prove uh, to himself and to the world of appearances uh, how far he's come along and, and, and that, and that uh, TJ is going to be proof of that, um, see where his ego might be going a little bit with this. And maybe, and maybe some guilt of not being able to show up. But that's a little raw and honest for him right now. That that's something that maybe he's resisting. Mm. But you got this. That's a perspective. You got this. Well, I'm definitely gonna go journal those questions that she was just said because that is like Good. When, when the first thing that came to mind was like freedom, like mm-hmm. exactly. No, no, I love yep. when my baby is gone because. The freedom I get to spend with myself, like you were saying earlier, like spending the time alone and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody coming to knock on my door mother. for anything. But, right. you know, it's not like, you know, I guess it's like you said, it's been 12 years of my life it's been like this. So trying to like, okay, Contessa, you can gain that freedom back. It's just right. you got to come up with a plan. So come up with a plan. Hmm. Freedom is freedom is very, very important. And I, I did not have the luxury of any sort of joint custody. None of it. My kid's father did not. Once I said it's time for you to go. When we got separated, it's time for you to go. My kids never had a place to go to uh, spend significant time with their dad it was like visiting an uncle for like an afternoon mm. it's always been like that the situ- the housing situation in his today that it's improved it's still prohibitive for any sort of break for me and also quality time for them so that's that's how it's been 
set up no custody agreement. No, I've been the custodial parent all around. It's, you know, parenting, parenting um, from the side makes no impact because it's not parenting. It's not, you know, not in there on the front lines, being there with your kids 24-7. And it's been frustrating for me sometimes, especially in the beginning. I mean, now I'm used to it, but it's so frustrating because... Oh, for sure. I never in the beginning, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, and I'm never alone. There's always somebody here. I'm never really fully alone. Like, I have my mom cage, but, but, you know, open the door, and there's a whole bunch of, there's the circus, you know. (laughs) Waiting. The circus. Mm-hmm. The circus came to town permanently. So if you can find a a way to just get a taste of that freedom for you, I highly, I highly recommend it. Because I don't have to tell you how exhausting it is to be a single mom. It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So so I would leave everything alone. He can bring it up, and you could just ever so sweetly say, okay. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to know what that looks like for you. So, can you send me an email? Write it out, and then we can we can see what works. And and TJ should have a say too. He's almost twelve, and uh, yes, he's he's. This this will be good for all of us. And just don't give him any anything to feel that he has to show up and be the quote unquote, you know, the man. That he's going to flaunt his masculinity. He's a he, look. He's already a cop, so that's there's there's that authority and that stance is already wired. It's already built into the persona that he projects in his job in his profession, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's counterbalance that. Let's counterbalance that. Don't give him, don't give him anything to feed off of. Keep it like yeah. Keep it like okay. What where's Where's the mutual benefit? If you can find a mutual benefit for everybody, but not you will not be bullied by anyone. I don't believe anyone has the capacity to really bully you at the end of the day, Tessa, to be honest. I don't feel it. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, so I'm we're gonna change that. We're gonna, so we're gonna change. Yeah. Right. But even but even in the description, it's not gonna ha- no. We're gonna then switch the description. Yeah. His attempt maybe his attempt to bully you, rather. Just adding that word attempt. Because okay. he's not, in fact, actually bullying you. You're too strong for that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It really does. Yeah, leave this alone. No one's going to do anything to you and TJ. And in your back, 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 back pocket, there's social services. And you're not going to even need that. Or there's a court order or there's family court. It's not, going to, it's not even going to get into anything legal. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with family court. I don't think any of those things are going to be necessary. I don't feel it. I feel if okay. you switch up the dynamic within yourself, it's going to reflect an outpicture in his communication. And he won't even know why. Gotcha. You're going you're gonna to switch it within yourself because at the end of the day, what feeling, Tessa, would you like to feel as opposed to the feeling that you're feeling right now talking to us? What, how would you like to upgrade? What feeling would you like to upgrade to? Peaceful. Thank you. So guess what? That's your homework. I radiate peace. Gotcha. And all of my dealings and all of my communication and everything and you tell yourself and I do this also when especially when things are tough and I'm worried about how am I going to hold it together I'm paying the bills I'm making, I'm feeding these two young men that are over six feet tall and always hungry how and how am I going to do this and what has gotten me through and continues to get me through I just say I am always well taken care of so those are the those are the bookends I radiate peace in all things in my entire being, and I am always well taken care of. And you being well taken care of means your child, because you and your child are one and the same, energetically. Then you're good, sweetheart. Thank y'all. 
You, yo, and I'm so glad you called. It's always good to hear so I see you. Girl, I see you on Instagram. I'm like, look at that queen doing her yoga like a beast. <laughs> You're so strong. You're so strong. I think, oh, Tessa, Wakanda's calling. You got to go. Tessa. <laughs> you are so damn strong. You are so much. We, we love you, we, Tessa. We, we appreciate we love you so much. All right? So please, 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 sooner than later, in the next week or so, please give us a call and an update, okay? Let us know how this energy shift is, is is working for you. Okay, we love you so much, sweetheart. Love you too. Y'all have a great day. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. It's a good one, girl. We love you. All right. We got another caller. Okay. Looks like it's coming through Skype, but let's see what happens. Hello. Happy New Year. on the air. Hello, who's this? I just want to say Happy New Year. Oh, Hi, so um, Melissa Albuquerque, correct? Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. Oh, said Lisa is wow. So talk to us. What's going on? Yeah, yes. Uh, Want to know my 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 house, my energy? Did was I was I able to move it up? And and uh, I want to think good, positive. Um, like, oh, will my finances be better this year? I mean, I'm saying yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, yes, that's what I would like to know. If well, I, how does your energy see, how does he, it's not to ask, a, well, you're, okay, so how, and how you're asking the question, what, what I'm picking up from, I would say the question really is how is your, how am I and Elisa sort of perceiving your energy? So it's not about right or wrong or labeling it. Um, so I'll ask you, Melissa, how, how do you feel and what you're discovering and how you are applying that to yourself energetically? Because I feel you've been really thinking about these things that you're not like on the outside dealing with things hitting you randomly. For instance, it's not like you're outside without an umbrella and there's a thunderstorm and now you're soaking wet, right? You have an umbrella, you are well prepared. You've been doing, you've been doing uh, the work. I feel that there are some things that you don't want to look at, but you're go, but you're looking at them anyway. Is, is that fair to say that I'm yes, that I'm getting that? Yes. You got it right. So what? Okay. Well, well that's why we do the show. Great. So, <laughs> so, so it so. In that, give yourself credit for that even though you're feeling a little resistance and a little uh, hesitant, you're still allowing yourself and being courageous to look at some things that you'd rather just sweep under the rug. Don't pressure yourself. I think sometimes you pressure yourself that it needs to be all or nothing, and that's not true. If you just uncover these uncomfortable things a little bit out of uh, a little bit at a time, the other thing that I would recommend, Melissa, is that instead of questioning yourself so much, like, am I doing it right? Uh, you know, did I accomplish things? This, am I being understood in this particular way? That's making it quantifiable. And when we're dealing with energy, it has nothing to do with form. It's formless. It's just energy that's out there for us to, um, to for us to create a form within that energy, that you are a co-creator with that energy. So I would uh, think about replacing or upgrading the energy of doubt and being unsure with, I don't know, I, with, with more of an awareness of, I don't know where this is going to end up, but I know that I'm in the right direction looking at things. And I feel that the, um, that somehow in childhood has impacted this doubt 
but now that you're you're old enough and brave enough to uncover and I'm feeling the number seven and I don't know if that has to do I'm guessing but I'm not 100% sure did some, was there some sort of traumatic event or some sort of situation that happened when you were seven years old or does number seven have some sort of impact that's what I'd like to know from you uh, yeah, I, I was in heaven, uh, living here until I was split up from my grandparents. But my, my friend's mother took me, and then they were oh. fighting over me. Okay, so when my you life were, changed. okay, so when you were seven? Yeah. Got it. Well, there you go. There you go. So what's, okay, thank you for that, for that verification. So this is where the work lies, not in wondering if this guy who's a friend with the business and all that craziness or finances and all that craziness, that's what that in your adult life and your adult circumstances that are happening in the present moment, that's how it, so that's how that trauma is showing itself to you today. So The real core issue is now you are strong enough and mature enough and spiritually aware enough and evolved enough to really be compassionate with that seven-year-old. At seven, did you believe that something was your fault? Um, I... I I I did out a lot. Uh, I was split up. She mother was going to divorce, so I thought it was my fault. Thank you. So this is the work that you need to do. I want to keep it really simple because we can get so overwhelmed with all of the things. And this is very parallel to our last caller, Tessa, where I said go back to the place of when your child was conceived into that pure energy where being bullied doesn't even exist, right? So I want you to, like the world that's going on every day, finances, the guy that you like, the confusion, all of the insecurities, the doubt, the doubting yourself, all of that, all of that can shift if you go back to that place before all of the craziness happened at age seven, where it was very pure. And I want you to really focus on informing that traumatized child that nothing is your fault. Would you ever blame a seven-year-old for anything that heavy as an adult? Would you, would you go to a seven-year-old child and tell them that, a divorce with their fault? Yes or no? Uh, no, but my mother would, would tell me, so it broke me to pieces. I, I, didn't okay. see, I didn't even see my father. So right. Wow. So, so your mother, okay, thank you. Thank you for the verification. So your mother would say to you that the reason the marriage uh, failed is your fault? Yes. Oh, that's lovely. Now, where is now? Is your mother with us, or is she passed? I feel she's still alive. Is she still alive? Oh, uh, my birth, my birth mother, uh, maybe in spirit, but she passed away a few months ago. Like she, she took off out of the airplane. Oh. So you? Oh, it's fu- okay. Interesting. You're, so I didn't feel I didn't feel like your mother had. Oh, do you have two moms? Do you have a birth mother and an adoptive mom, or or just a? Yeah, I'm confused. You got it. Which mother? Or my grandma. Wait a minute. Let me ask. Okay, so, okay, so, um... Close to my grandma, but my mother was not, too stubborn. Okay, so, I, I feel like, I, okay, I feel like forgiveness needs to take place. Because the spirit is very much alive, to the point that it almost feels like they're still here. Does that make sense to you? Interesting, thank you. Okay, because that, yes, it feels like, it feels like they can't really move on until they're very, I feel that they're very close, the energy is, 
is very, very close that it almost feels like they did cross over because maybe they didn't fully cross over. I feel like they're still really kind of tethered to the earthbound plane. So I, this is, this is forgiveness work, forgiveness of the uh, mother figures that blamed you and then forgiveness, you forgiving that child that had nothing to do with a failed marriage and shame on those that said to you as a child that you did because that's such, that's very damaging. And I'm very sorry that you've had to live your life with that. Not true. So whatever work you can do on forgiveness, you know, if you, even if you go on YouTube and you just put, you just put in uh, the search field forgiveness meditation or self-forgiveness or self-compassion, but that's, that's your foundational work. And I want to turn this over to Lisa to see if she's picked up anything. But the rest of the stuff, the bills, the guys, all that stuff, put that to the side. This, this is foundational work for you to, to forgive your mom and to forgive yourself. So that you, and it's not, to be, it's not to be nice to them, it's to set yourself free. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It's to unburden yourself of those ties with that person. That's what forgiveness is for, to set yourself free. Well, that, all that is, is um, what you have to take to heart. A, a, lot of, a lot of the questions that you're going to continue asking is going to be kind of along the same vibration as what you have been asking and pretty much all the answers, if you ask us, will pretty much come back to this about uh, trusting yourself. And, and in order to trust yourself, there has to be this level of, you know, being able to really truly love yourself. And part of that is going to be tied into never feeling less than. Um, and that's hard to do if, if as, a, as, a young, as a young child, you had to experience and witness um, you know, your primary caretaker is going through a lot of stuff and then also being blamed, in a, you know, being blamed for it, which, which is a lot to take. That's a lot of heavy stuff to kind of unpack at that age. Um, because when, when Liz asks you, would you ever tell a seven-year-old, you know, it's your fault for anything, especially for something like this, you're like, and then you said, but. And then everything after that is kind of like, all right, well, but. You don't have to continue to explain. It's just this is you trying to work through the the reasonings. It's it's interesting because it's it's also how you um, ask and also how you receive questions and answers. There's a lot of yeah, but this and this and this and this, and and it's like sometimes it's just a yes or no. It's either a yes, and we leave it, and we and we work from that yes point, or it's a no, and same thing, we leave it as it is, and say okay, well, let's work from that point. Because any other backstory, it's, it's irrelevant. Any other backstory kind of weakens whatever you just said. So yes or no, and then say, okay, well, then this is what I'm going to go for. Um, because it, it, there's just a lot, of, a lot of cluttered, like you're still trying to justify your own existence. You're trying to justify, well, because you, lo- because you love your, your family, um, but you're also very damaged by, by the, those relationships. So there's a lot that 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 you can only reconcile again within yourself, especially if someone's not here in the physical. Um, and and so you're not you're not going to get that that kind of approval from them, especially if they're not here. But I mean, there are people who, with their pants still alive, that will never get the approval that they're still seeking. You see what I'm saying? So it's a lifelong yeah. thing to kind of work through that. And when you get to the point where Okay, I I don't I don't need to uh, exist without your approval. I don't need to just muddle through life. I, I need to, I I know I need to do these things for me, because ultimately it's just you living your life. It's not it's not you know you're not living it for your for your parents or your grandmother or anybody else, for this guy. Anybody you, know, you're, you you have to get to that to that point where you realize I I am doing this for me, and I and I am worth it, and I and I'm worth imagining something better for myself, and being able to receive that. And you have to get to that point, continue to work yourself up for that, not doubting yourself, not saying, I, I like it, but anytime you say a but, there's, there's another like leather layer of justification that just muddies the waters. 
get yourself clear. I mean, and it's not, it's not going to be like overnight easy. It's, but it is something that every day you do something that, uh, every day you do something, you say something, you affirm something about yourself. So when you ask something like, how's my energy? You can ask that. You can look at yourself in the mirror. How's my energy? And you're, and you're, you're, you're going to be able to tell, you know, it, it's, it's doing okay. Like it, maybe it's okay today. Maybe tomorrow it's like, wow, I'm doing a lot better, you know, or, or 10 minutes from now or 30 minutes from now. But it's not about obsessing over a result. It's just like being very present. Like, well, right now, I'm a, right now I'm a little confused. Right now I'm feeling better. Right now I'm a little hungry. You know, it's just being, <laughs> it's being very, uh, very present so that you can just not bring all the backstory into it because you, you can't fix it from back there. You can't fix it. You're not supposed to fix it from back there. You're going to fix it from here for you, not for everybody else, but for you. So these are things that as you, as you continue doing the stuff you need to be doing, um, that need for a validation or to say, well, check in with somebody else. So how, how does it look? Like, does this, does this look fat for me? Or does it, you know, it's like, you don't, you're not trying to do any of that. You're, you're, um, you're, you're being able to, to make these, decisions and and not even a judgment but just a, a statement for yourself because you know what you're going to change and and hopefully what you notice is the change is moving in the direction you want it to be like i'm gonna i want to be more confident i want to be more loving to myself i want to be able to move forward in my life with a lot of joy and a lot of light and a lot of certainty and clarity and, I, and a lot of trusting into my my own intuitions and so that that what I, what I end up seeing is like, oh yeah, well that was, I can call it that and not feel like, oh, well, is that, is that, but is that true? Is it, is it really a good day or do I need someone else to tell me it's a good day? It's a good day. I can say it, but if you don't, you're not going to receive it or doubt it, then it doesn't matter, but you have to do that for yourself. You have to be able to, to receive it for yourself and, and own it for yourself and you'll get to that point. Um, but I think, uh, I think also that the, the forgiveness is a big, big part of it. And I would say the even bigger part is forgiving yourself. Absolutely. Wow. So, wow. I make no real good in my head. I want to be a good human. Uh, you, you are a good human. Let's claim that now. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just repeat that. I am a good human. Just repeat that right now, right now. I'm Own it. Good, I'm a good human. There you go, and breathe into that. It's the truth. You have to start there, for, you know, as a foundation, and replace that with the doubt. And it's just something to 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 manage with compassion, self compassion. Because now you have to clean up the mess that others did to you, unfortunately, uh, at such a very young age. At seven is such a tender age. Yeah. It's, it's not even about it's not about cleaning cleaning it up. It, in that sense, it's it's more of of, um, of just getting back into alignment. I think that's true for Tessa too, uh, Liz. You know, just getting yeah, back into right. alignment. That's and right. so mm-hmm. so we we get uh, we get blindsided we get turned around sometimes and we start believing what we're being told and see this is where why it's important to to know what it is inside of you because even if it's someone someone telling you something good if you don't believe it it's still it's still you know it doesn't it doesn't so then it just brings up other stuff but if but if it's definitely not true and you believe that to some degree you know, that's, that's a lot to, to work through or to, to get yourself clear about. So, you, you know, the looking outward to kind of get the, the, the pulse of things and to get a barometer on what's going on within you, don't ever give up that power. That's yours. So, and, and realize that you've had all this power all along. It's just you were told you didn't and you believed it. And there's no, um, there's a lot of circumstances around that. And it's not like, oh, I got to beat myself up for, for believing it. It's, it's now, 
let, what can I do to make myself stronger? What can I do to, to be more receptive and to trust? What can I do to trust myself? Because, because you can. And the more you do that, the more you'll see evidence that, okay, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. You're, you are a good person. And, um, you know, and I, and I am able to trust my intuition and, and, you know, just, just, I don't even, I can't even tell you what signs they will be because it just, it comes to di- people in different ways. You know, we all, we all look at this, these situations where we don't trust ourselves. And sometimes it's, for me, it's like, cause I live in, I live in a big city and I drive a lot. If I, if I think, ah, I know, I know where I'm going, I'm going to go here. Um, and I don't trust that, ah, you know what, maybe I should have put on my GPS just to be sure because it is kind of that time of day, you know, and I don't pay attention to that. And I think, I oh, know I'm going to be stubborn. I'm going to do it myself. Um, it's like, Oh, I, I, I knew I, I knew I could have taken a moment just to, just to, just to check in on what's going on. And, and so you can look at that as like the GPS of your life, you know, like, okay, well, let me just, it's, and, and it's not like this literal GPS, like for you, it's really the internal stuff, but there's like this little thing that you always pay attention to uh, on some degree, but if you don't, if you don't follow it, your intuition, you don't listen to it. Um, sometimes you can probably pick an instance where you're like, ah, you know what? I knew, I knew I should have followed a hunch, but I just turned it away, you know, because I, I thought I, I started getting more logical in my mind about it instead of just listening to this intuition. Because sometimes you think, oh, I, I, that doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to – the thing is, intuition doesn't always make sense logically, but it makes sense in a bigger, <laughs> in a bigger way. Um, and those are things you have to discover. It's kind of a fun thing to discover when you can allow for it. So that's, that's the journey as you do this work, Melissa. That's the, that's the journey that is unfolding for you. And, and at times it can be a little crazy ride, right? But the, the moments when you, when you really get it and it connects, it, it's amazing because you feel, you feel it in your bones that, that's like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> and you get energized for the next thing. You start looking at the world differently. You start looking at these opportunities rather than more, more issues and obstacles. Um, you turn those into something where you can, you can work with it instead of fighting against it. So uh, there's a lot that, yeah, I, there's a lot that uh, we both shared with you, Melissa. So again, I recommend that you download the show and listen to it and just let it wash through you. just like a meditation. Just listen to the show and really get to that place of self-compassion and grace. And hopefully that will help you shift things along and to be aligned with your energy and to own that you are a good human being. At the very least, you are a good human being, as all of us are. Okay? So, uh, yes, let us know how you're doing. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. All right, darling. All right. All right. Take care. So powerful. So powerful. Amazing. And and the the two calls, Tessa, now Melissa, you know, really kind of circle back to the same core issue of being in alignment and then taking it from there. Yeah. So, yes, an, another busy day at the office, my friend. Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if uh, any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to be back on the air this coming, what the hell is today? today today's Tuesday, right? <laughs> today's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this coming, t- I have no idea. This coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Oh, yeah, it is Thursday. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let's do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.